everybody in here. Get everybody in here. Get everybody in here. Let's have a chat, is it? Hello and welcome to High School Hero. I'm your host, Ryan Frisbee, under 15 Rugby Union Central Targo top point scorer. Today joins me as always, Big Mike from New Zealand. Big Mike, Israel Falau thinks you're going to hell, man. I'm, I'm a little bit offended by that, Ryan. I don't, don't know whether I'm more offended by the fact that you think I'm gay or the fact that um, Israel Falau is is saying that about all the good people out there. Yeah. It's a pretty terrible thing. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, he just loves God more than gay people, mate. He can do what he wants. <laughs> Baby Jesus. Why would you say something like that? Why would you do it? Especially know. in today's day and age. Just let people love who they want to love, you know. Go back to the 60s, free love, all that sort of stuff, just without the racism. Yeah. Feel good to go. I don't know what his deal is, but uh, he's having a meeting. Was it, I think it's this week, or was it yesterday? He's having one with the CEO. Um, <laughs> they should sack him. Apparently, he's they getting, should sack him. No, but his contract runs out this year. Ugh, so they won't sack him because he's the him, best player. Put him in a pit with Warner and Smithy <laughs> and all those lads, and let them have their cheating, racist, little homophobic battle out. Yeah. Good to go. I guess so. Before we start this uh, podcast, guys, just remember to like us, share us, and rate us. And also subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Um, pretty easy. Everything is High School Hero or High School Hero Podcast. So look us up. Just quickly, Ryan, what happened last week? Why couldn't we get the podcast away? Well, oh, yeah, we should tell the um, listeners that. Actually, we, we recorded about 45 minutes of, of absolute gold and... <laughs> Then we played it back, and the USB plug was slightly, just slightly out, so it made us sound like robots, and uh, yeah, so, oh man, it was a bad day. We started the podcast, I told Mike <laughs> it's a bad day, and then sure enough, uh, the podcast didn't work, so. You should have just put it up there, and we could have just become robots, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't hear any through. words, though. You couldn't hear any words. Uh, it was pretty bad. Terrible. But hopefully this terrible. one works. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not sure if you got all our picks from last week, but it'd be interesting to see how we did, even though the listeners didn't hear them. Yeah, good point. When we uh-huh. go through these games. Yeah, true. All right, the first game of the round was the Canes versus the Sharks. The Canes win by 1.38-37. Just before we preview, preview this game, just uh, one word for TJ Perinara. Just shut up, man. Just shut up and play rugby. All you hear, all you hear, is him in the background having a yarn to the referee. He knows what he's doing. Just let let the boys play. He um, did he go off? He went off quite early. Yeah, he got injured. I think so. Not him sure his, how bad. Him and his bro, you know, him and his little lover, him and his lover boy Barrett couldn't stay on the park. Well, Barrett, yeah, he got injured in the captain's run on Friday morning, so that yeah. didn't work well. But um, I think the Sharks were they played a lot better, but. The Sharks actually had 64% of position in the first half, and then the Canes had 73% position in the second half. Um, but the one thing, actually there's a couple of things here. Brad Shields, absolute turnstile in that first that first half. Guys were just running <laughs> guys were just running straight through him. And straight through him. I'll tell you who's not getting an all black jersey now is um is Ben Lamb. Does absolutely nothing. 
He's only good. He's, you reckon? he's only good when you put him in space because I put him in my fantasy team this week and he just didn't touch the ball, didn't go looking for it. It was embarrassing. So you can cross him, <laughs> cross him out of the select, squad. The will like selectors though, and the public will be like, "Oh, bet lad, look at that boy run! Look yeah. at him in open space. He's got to get a jersey." Yeah. But like you said, there's a lot of people out there who are terrible. Sonny Bill's the same. Sonny Bill should never been given a black jersey in the first place. You should go hang out with his Israel Folau. The Sonny Bill hater comes back. But yeah, I was, yeah I'm back. I was I'm surprised back. the buddy Canes won this, to be honest. I thought the Sharks looked much better. The Canes just scored a couple luck, lucky tries, and but they did well to come back, obviously. But the Sharks looked more polished and must be pretty disappointed not to get the win. Yeah, definitely. It was... Um... It was a bloody good game, real close actually, and I think we're starting to see it now through this through the season when Keynes are starting to hit their straps, especially in this one when we think the Hurricanes were sort of on a juggernaut up to the top of the table, at the top of the table, or they're thereabouts. They're definitely the form team, but there's definitely a few chinks in that armor yeah. going forward. Even though they did, they were missing Barrett. It just shows you how influential he really is in that in that back line and in that team. And the South African team starting to. Um, Starting to hit the straps a little bit as well. The Sharks playing pretty good, I thought. Yeah, those two Dupree brothers, uh, the number number seven, Jean-Luc, and then uh, Bobby at number two. Jean-Luc? Robert, yeah, absolutely absolutely killing it. And um, But Bo, uh, Geordie Barrett was pretty instrumental in, in bringing the boys back. He, he took after his older brother and played pretty well. But um, I think I think it shows that Bowden Barrett's, um, you know, obviously best player in the world for two years in a row. Is a huge, yeah. huge role in that team of them being victorious. Yeah, definitely. All right, next game, Tars uh, fifty versus the Sunwolves twenty nine. We had high hopes for the Sunwolves. Uh, <laughs> I think you tipped them twelve and under actually, and they looked all right, but then um, they didn't. They didn't really plan well for old uh, Nayara Voro on the wing. He had eight runs for 176 metres, 10 tackle busts, and four line breaks. So that's... Uh, is this your mate? Is this the one that you um, you were talking about last... Oh, when the podcast didn't go through, actually. Yeah. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah look, I mean, you can't... I still think the Sunwolves are, are a lot better than, than what you say. Yes, they lost, but to still get 29 points on, um, even though the Waratahs got 50... That's the thing with these games at the moment. They're really high scoring. So, yeah, I, I think we'll still see them trip up a few teams. There's still plenty of time. Still plenty of time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, another game, good game up in um, up in Tokyo or Japan. Yeah. They just didn't plan for old uh, Nayara Voro. Daryl Gibson came out. I don't know if you saw the article, but he said um, they asked him what, they, what do you want from him, and he said, oh, more than 40 minutes would be good. And um, sh- <laughs> sure enough, they left him on for 80 minutes and he just bloody destroyed the little Japanese boy. So, yeah, good yeah. good win there for the Tars. Uh, yeah, good for the Tars. Good yeah. confidence booster. Absolutely. And then the next game, Chiefs versus the Blues. The Chiefs win by two points, 21-19. I feel a bit bad for the Blues because they defended really well, but they just didn't have the ball. The Chiefs had 60% possession and 70% territory. But I thought the Blues defended well, mate. What do you think? Yeah, I, I heard somewhere in the second half, the Blues had something like 15% of the possession in the territory. Yeah. Or something like that. It was nuts. 
It was nuts. And they didn't make it into the Chiefs 22 in that second half. No, I think it was 11% they had territory. Was it 11% or something like that? Yeah. Um, But the biggest thing here is everyone was saying their defense has been crap. And they showed there that they can they can stand up, and a lot of the stuff that they were fighting back was on their line. Yeah, exactly. From the Chiefs, so yeah, they were pretty unlucky. They're actually they're actually pretty lucky they didn't get a yellow card from that impact in the air. That could could have gone either way. Yeah, that and was then good. they're pretty lucky they didn't get another yellow card when that penalty try happened. So it could have been a lot worse. I'm never a fan of penalty tries, but the Chiefs were just destroying that scrum. So. Yeah, I think exactly. it was a bit just there. Uh, Damian, McKen- um, Damian McKenzie, my boy, went off at 30-odd 30, 30 minutes. Uh, looked like he rolled his ankle, but then they were icing his hip, so not sure if he came into the game with an injury, but it was obviously a, um, a bit of a disappointment for the Chiefs, even though they got the win. His brother actually filled the role, I think. Marty McKenzie came on for him. So, how um, I just wanted to shout out, I think I texted you about this one, was um, the Canadian. Um, what's his name? Tyler Old Oldridge. Oh. Old Oldron. 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 Yeah. Oh, Oldron. Oh, Oldron. He was a juggernaut. Pretty sure I played against him. I was, I was like twenty two, and he was like twenty one, I think. And um, yeah, he thought he was good then. He was a bit of a blow smoke up his own ass, and well, sure enough, he's pretty good now. So fair enough to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 ninety percent of footy players, basically. Yeah, it's true. but he was he was a juggernaut. Um, Ritalik was a freak again. Akiriwani for the Blues, I thought played really well. Yeah, pretty happy. And and to be honest with you, the Chiefs the Chiefs tries there were pretty pretty tinny some of them. So yeah, I think that's the difference between um, New Zealand teams and a lot of other teams is the Kiwis can score tinny tries or fluky tries mainly because they put themselves in that position though but the ball always bounces for them or they you know rip the ball off someone and run 10 meters score a try those type of tries but i guess they put themselves in those positions so and it's one of those things we the kiwi team seem to really punish people on their mistakes yeah exactly so really capitalize on those those areas even if they're not creating a lot of opportunities themselves they're definitely capitalising on mistakes made by the other team. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. We'll have to see it, how it pans out in some really tight tight games, especially when you've got a really good foreign defending team. Yeah, true. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll review the rest of the games. Welcome back to High School Hero. We're going to pre- uh, review the rest of the game, starting with the Brumbies against the Reds. The Brumbies 45, the Reds 21. Brumbies scoring seven tries to two. Um, I didn't watch this game apart from the last 15 minutes, and that was pretty much all I had to watch because the Brumbies scored four tries in that time and took it away from the Reds. We um, we both had high hopes, I think, for the Reds in this one. We really both wanted them to, to pull through. Twelve and under. So, yeah, like I said, I, I, I mean, you watched last fifteen. I didn't actually watch any of this. I was in bed pretty early last night. So, yeah, this is one of the ones I didn't watch. The, uh, but sounds like sounds like it was all it was all in the last 20, 20, 20 or fifteen minutes, as you said. 
Yeah, well, Brad Thorne came out today or in the press match conference and said uh, the Reds were immature with the way they played the game, which makes sense because they're all 20 years old. So, um, But no, he, yeah. just, he just said the defensive effort at the end was poor. And it was just weird. Like, the Reds were still kind of making, making tackles, but the Brumbies were just making metres over the gain line and then they just scored just a couple normal tries and, yeah, that was the game. So Didn't. Didn't have the want in it, the want. Didn't want the want or the why. Didn't want the want. Yeah. I still reckon. I still reckon. Brad Brad Thorne's strapping on the boats. We'll see him before the season's out. Wonder if you can put money on that on the TAB, but he'll he'll be strapping them on. He'll be like, lads, this is how you fucking do it. <laughs> Get in the monks and he'll, he'll be away. He'll probably definitely um, be at training this week, putting a few hits on. I'd say. <laughs> Rule number ready. 40, putting a few bombs up. Rule number 40, harden up. Uh, anyway, next game, Lions versus the Stormers. We had the Stormers to win this, but they definitely didn't. Lions 52, Stormers 31. A young um, dark fella called Michael Tamwi scored uh, four tries. Three tries in the first Shit. three tries in the first 13 minutes. And the surprising part about this is uh, the Lions had bugger all ball. Um, and they also missed 48 tackles, the Lions. 48? Yeah. Which most... So what we're, saying, what, we're, what we're saying here is the Stormers' conversion rate, was that the Stormers were just terrible on attack. Yeah, they just didn't take their opportunities. And, I mean, those yeah. those three tries that old Tamwi scored, two were off, like, little chip kicks and one of a bounce of a ball when he ran through. So the Lions, yeah. the Lions did make 186 tackles, though, but... Missing 48 is quite a lot. Most teams miss about probably 30, or on a losing team, maybe 35. But, yeah, so we got that one wrong. Lions back on top, mate. It's an interesting one, eh? I can't, I can't pick the Lions. I can't pick some of these teams, and this week really showed it. Looking at the scores and looking at who's playing who, and you think, yeah, there's going to be some amazing battles. And, this, and there was, but not with the people who I thought would you know, run away with it in the end or, or work it, um, didn't. So, yeah. yeah, it was a lot tighter and a lot through, besides like the Sunwolves in the next game, the Jaguars that's crusaded. Everything was a bit a bit tighter than I think we ever expected. Right, next game up was the Crusaders in Argentina versus the Jaguares. Uh, Crusaders won... Jaguares! <laughs> Crusaders won 40-14. to 14. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Facebook post, post, but Mitch Hunt definitely got stitched up. His facial hair was outrageous. It was like a, it was like a chin strap, but it was like a solid one. I don't know. He's like, he's a good looking man. He's got a baby face. Just shave your face, man. You look stupid. There was a few of them actually. Did you see? Um, oh, who came on for Mitch Hunt? Uh, what's his name? The old guy, Mike Delaney. Mike Delaney came on and he had something similar. It probably just didn't look as bad because he's, he's about 400 years old yeah. and has just got standard stubble. But it's like they're going for the Amish chin strap. It's like what what you try and grow when you're 16 years old and yeah. you've got a bit of bum fluff on your chin. It was hilarious. Very awkward. Very awkward. Very, very, very awkward. So this game, this game actually in the first half was a lot closer than I, I thought it would be. The, the Jags gave it to them. Played with a lot of passion. You know, that, that Spanish, South American, Argentinian 
passion that we talk about. The passion. But ultimately, yeah, the Satyrs, the Satyrs ran away with it. Yeah, you knew what the outcome was going to be. Um, George Bridge scored two tries, and the second one was pretty lucky. I'm pretty sure the trainer got in the way running on to help one of the Jaguares, but they uh, awarded it anyway. Just a couple lucky tries, and you know the Crusaders were just going to defend well and score a few tries, and sure enough, that happened. Yeah, and um, good to see Nick Evans playing for the Jaguarek. Who Who is that? <laughs> Nick Sanchez. Oh, Sanchez. Looks exactly like Nick Evans. He actually played really Pretty well, Pretty much Sanchez. a doppelganger. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did, so. But that's the wrap-up for this week, guys. Uh, pretty good weekend, I think. It was very enjoyable, especially that first game, Sharks Hurricanes, and then obviously yeah, Chiefs and really good game to start the to start the week weekend of that one. So, but uh, no, really excited about um, next week as well. I'm going to see. I'm happy, I'm really excited to see my Landers back in action. Yeah, exactly. Really excited to see the boys playing, but I guess we'll get on to that later in the week. We will, we will. But we're just talking before about the um, the Masters, Mike, the golf. Not a huge fan yes. of watching golf, but I, we posted on our Facebook page the Jordan Spieth skimmer against a, across the pond. He was right on the edge of the pond, hit the ball across the water. It bounced five times on the water, then uh, got pretty <laughs> close to the pin. It was pretty amazing. But what else have you been watching, yeah. mate? What else have you seen? If you, if, you, if you don't mind a little bit of golf, but you don't watch it, this is definitely a tournament you need to watch. Okay. okay. Um, amazing. It's been a great spectacle. I've been up, obviously the baby's been up early every morning, so go into the living room and, and turn on the old masters. But um, Patrick Reed, who is currently holding a three-shot lead, but more, Rory McIlroy and Rich, uh, Ricky Fowler have actually made some great runs um, in the last in the last round coming through, I think. Yep. They're all like that. Uh, Fowler, McIlroy, and the Spanish guy, um, Ram. Yeah. Um, all got minus seven today, Jesus. which is huge around that course. So, um, yeah, it's it's good. We're seeing we've seen the comeback tournament for Tiger Woods, yep. although he's not even in he's not even in play. Did he make the cut? But, or um, no? Didn't make the cut. Yeah, he made the cut. He had an even round, and he's at plus four, so he's in a tight fortieth. Oh, so yeah. down there. I don't know if anyone saw it. Oh, what's his name? Last year's oh, winner, Sergio Garcia, oh. missed the. Now, Sergio Garcia on, I can't remember what hole it was, but he put like six balls in the water. Yeah. Got like a 13 or something. Yeah. They actually, so changed, they actually changed his Wikipedia page. I don't know if you saw that. Someone went on there and it said retired Masters hole five or whatever it was after he after he hit 13 shots. So pretty funny <laughs> there. But um, Reed, the, the champion, he's hit... Um, in the 60s in all three rounds, and if he hits in the 60s for this fourth round, that'll be the first time in Masters history where someone's hit four rounds of 60 odd. I haven't, I haven't heard the stats about this this round just being the third round, but after the second round, he birdied every single par five, and he was about five birdies ahead of his nearest person, nearest rival, or nearest person who had hit the most birdies. All oh, right. So he's playing out of his skin. Yeah, out there. But um, yeah, so no, definitely a good spectacle. Get in there. Tune into the Masters. Um, another thing. Eleven might... million dollar purse. Ooh, damn. Ooh. <laughs> um, speaking of money, uh, Conor McGregor in the UFC, he's going to lose a lot of it. 
So what happened? Um, Khabib from Russia. He's fighting for the the welterweight championship this weekend. Him and his team uh, said some words with one of Conor McGregor's homeboys earlier in the week. So then Conor McGregor flew about 20 of his mates over from Ireland to New York. Ended up smashing Khabib's bus with all the fighters in it after the press, press conferences. Press conferences uh, threw like a dolly in there, threw a bloody a few railings and stuff, and all the fighters were in there. So he actually he actually he actually cut up one of the fighters' faces with glass. Um, nearly oh, uh, broke one of the UFC's uh, employees' knuckles, um, and also a, a flyweight competitor. They he got injured as well, but. So this was the two days before the fights, and they had to cancel three of the fights because um, because of cuts and stuff like that. So he's been arrested for assault, but yeah, it's, he's going to lose a lot of money in lawsuits uh, and getting sued. So what are you up to? <laughs> what are you up to? What an idiot! Yeah. Oh, there's got to be some motive behind it, but because it's all they do is they trash talk, but. That's hilarious. I wouldn't be surprised if it's all some big scanny thing that'll come through and the UFC will just just do it. It's all theatre, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. So you're saying they beat up like 20 guys on a bus? No, no. Conor <laughs> McGregor and 20 of his mates like yeah. ran to the bus and all the fighters were on the bus, including this Khabib bloke. And uh, yeah, he yeah. just started throwing shit at the windows and the windows broke and cut up all the fighters. But the fighters, uh, the fighters. There was only probably you know ten on the bus, but they wouldn't want to get yeah. out because they're about to fight in two days and make you know half a million dollars each. So they don't want to risk fighting uh, all these hoodlums from <laughs> from Ireland. So yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, but, oh, that'll that'll yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah, he's an absolute nutter, isn't he? He's an yeah. absolute nutter. He's a so nutcase. But the weirdest thing, so um, good. So this all started well. The UFC at the moment, so Tony Ferguson was meant to take on Khabib for the interim bout because Conor McGregor is the champion. Yeah. So, so Tony Ferguson six days ago trips in a studio on a cable, injures his knee, like um, his LCL, so he can't fight anymore. So then Max Holloway, six-day notice, he's 16 pounds overweight to make cut. He's like yeah. he's he's one of the all time greats. He's the one fifty five uh one forty five champion, so it was for two bouts. So they stripped Conor McGregor yeah. of the bout for some reason and then took away Tony Ferguson's interim bout, even though he injured himself. Which is weird in itself, but then Max Holloway he couldn't make weight, so twenty four hours ago um they tried to get Anthony Pettis to fight. He was overweight by point two of a pound, so he couldn't fight for the championship. So then they um so then they got another bloke in who's eleventh ranked and he's taken on Khabib who's twenty five and zero. So that's about to start Man. now actually. So it's a bit of a bull's ache there for the UFC. They've stripped two champions and just put the belt on for Khabib in this eleventh ranked fighter. Bizarre. What? Why have they done that? Did the McGregor not fight in time or what's going on? Have they just decided to strip him? Oh, McGregor hasn't fought in, I think, two years because he did that Mayweather yeah. fight, you know, and he made $100 yeah. million, so they don't even know if he's going to fight again. So, yeah, you got to defend your title or else you get stripped. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But 
Oh, well, the old UFC, eh? Hey, just another quick one. How, how are the Commonwealth Games going? I haven't watched a single thing of it. Well, it's the poor man's Olympics, really, isn't it? The old Commonwealth? Yeah. I mean, well, you could say it's just the, the shitter country's Olympics. Yeah, well, America isn't there. The Germans aren't there. I don't think Ra- the Russians. Russians aren't there. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. it's only you know three hours down the road from me, but there's no way I'm driving down there in that traffic. Uh, has it been? Has it been big on TV? Yeah, it's on all day. Channel Seven, mate. Just watching all the yeah. Aussie competitors, which is fair enough. Um, <laughs> it's quite funny. You see the you see the swimming events, and it's Australia, Canada, and then there's like one Kiwi in there, maybe if they're lucky. But yeah, it's just yeah. It's just oh. a, yeah. I, I hear Aussie TV is notoriously bad. I get it, they want to show the Aussies, but if you've got an inclining in anything else, you're pretty much screwed, eh? Yeah. If it doesn't have an, if it doesn't have an Aussie in it, yeah. you're, you're buggered. You can't watch anything. Nah, exactly. So, yeah, pretty pretty tough gig there, but, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, yeah. they're missing a few events as well, but, I mean, the I'll probably watch the 100-metre sprint and, you know, a bit of javelin or something like yeah. that. Maybe the relay. Yeah. It's all good The times. old classics. That's it. Maybe watch a bit of the pole vault. Yeah, that can be all right. That can be all right. Um, I reckon they've got the best, the best neck in the games, those girls. <laughs> yeah, they go all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, guys, I think that's enough from us for this week. Um, thanks for tuning in to High School Hero. Remember to... Like, rate, and share us, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Um, thanks again, Mike, for joining me on a Sunday Arvo, Sunday morning. No worries. No worries, mate. Hopefully we'll be able to get next week away without a hitch um, later in the week when we preview everything. And I'll I'll be a few beers deep, so it'll probably flow a bit better, and we'll say a few more controversial things. That's it, mate. Maybe even bring a sponsor along for the next one. How does that sound? Oh. Yeah, we could do. We'll put in some work during the week and get one, I think. Yeah. If anyone does want to sponsor a podcast, just let us know. Easy. Just let us know. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. We out. Kakite ano.